Welcome to Born to Watch, where three old mates review and discuss the movies that mean the most to them. Okay, welcome back, fellow watchers. After a first up threesome last weekend, we've got the Born to Watch team together in the studio. Very exciting. We apologise for the shitty audio at Morg's end. Some of it was the line and some of it was just Morg's. But anyway, we've seen it many times. We'll probably talk about that a bit later. Uh, IMDB rate it at 6.7 out of 10. Harsh. And harsh. Yeah, yeah, harsh, I agree. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 76% on Tomato Meter and 75% on the audience score. They're, they're a bit better. That's a bit better. You know, at two hours and 17 minutes, this is a long movie for 1991, I reckon. Thoughts? Yeah, dragged a bit in the guts there. There was definitely a few plot lines that they could have shed and just uh, captured a bit more fire. That's, uh, the action sequence is fantastic, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely was looking at my watch a bit on the rewatch, G-Man. Oh yeah, very very intricate storyline that went on and on and, and meandered around a little bit there, but that's the movie. They were trying to make that big blockbuster. Yeah, it's interesting. For It was a pretty intricate story that really unfolded really quickly in the end. It's almost like they rushed to to unfold that, I guess, the secret. We find out early on why it's happening, and then it happens really quickly when we find out who the, the baddie is. Yeah, and they did roll through that plot line very quickly when you go when you go through the timeline of it. Yeah, definitely. It was, it was super quick. Yeah, look... 1991 was a pretty special year for me. I was in year 10 at uh, Cromer High School. Wonderful place. I really did not give a fuck about anything, to be honest. I played football, I watched movies, and I did pretty much not a lot else. Wagged a lot of school. It was a good year, 1991. I remember it fondly. Gow, let us in on the synopsis of Backdraft. Well, Backdraft, 1991... It's a drama film by Ron Howard and written by Gregory Wyden. It's about a bunch of Chicago firefighters who end up with some mysterious fires happening and uh, then they are on the trail of who's behind it. So the story centres around two brothers, uh, Stephen Bull McCaffrey, played by Kurt Russell. Legend. And he, you know, he's the gung-ho superstar firefighter and then you've got, you've got his broody younger brother, Brian, coming in. Played by Billy Baldwin. Broody, um, he's a whiny fuck. Oh, yeah. And those two absolutely hate each other for most of the movie. But, you know, Brian's always been in the shadow of his big brother. He's always been the one that's uh, never been good enough and, and, you know, he's not been the star. But um, Brian... Well, he was you know, the star. He was on the front well, cover of was. Time Life. He was in 1971 when he this had to watch it. his... He watched his dad die in a fire. Um, and then... He wanted to be a firefighter, but he couldn't. Uh, he had a, had a whole bunch of different jobs. He couldn't quite get into it. Had some failed careers, but um, then he got back into it. And he, he, you know, he had to know. He had to come back because he had to know. Oh, he had a burning fire inside. Uh, plus, also, as we'll find out later, he uh, the fire looked at him that night in nineteen seventy one. Set him in the eyes. It, it, it looked at him yeah, into and, his soul, uh, and he had to know from that point. Film What do you reckon it grossed, boys? What do you reckon it grossed? Oh, I think this surpassed 100 million. It grows 77.9 million domestically and 74.5 million in foreign markets for a okay. grand total of 152.4 million. Pretty good. Is that good? Back then, I think over 100 million in 91 was, was pretty good. What did it cost to make? 
I think it would budget around forty million. So that seems like a lot. Does seem a lot. I could have just made that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was about forty million. But gross twelve point seven million on its first weekend. There you go. Some good stats. Oh, well done, Gary. Great stats. And received, received uh, three Academy nominations, which we'll get into later. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. What, what about? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, you touched on the cast. It, it, there was certainly some some stars in there. It was well, all star. Oh, yeah, mate, all star. Kurt what? Russell. What was the go with uh, Robert De Niro? He just was doing bit parts back then in between doing Scorsese. Don Rimjob. I mean, yeah, Ringo. <laughs> it was just, I mean, him, Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, some, some big stars that were taking on some smaller parts. That was uh, interesting. I thought De Niro was excellent in it, but uh, Mate, I've got not, that not a big part. So I won't jump all over it, but no. I was just interested in the cast. It was such yeah. a big one. But um, I also like Timmy, the, uh, the other probie, Timmy, Jason Gedrick who was a favourite of mine at the time, having starred in one of the movies I loved from that era, Iron Eagle, with Louis Gossett Jr. So a I big, big favourite of mine. Was it, was like a to- it was after Top Gun. It was sort of uh, in the in the yeah, ilk of yeah, Top I Gun. Louis Gossett Jr. I remember it was all the kids outsmart the stupid adults and, and take an F-16 plane and go and might, pick up. I thought you were alluding that he might have been on Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> that was also a favourite <laughs> of mine at the time. The favourite. Uh, <laughs> Not A, the. But yeah, I loved a bit of Iron Eagle, so that's, that's where I noticed uh, Jason Jason Gedrick. Yeah. Uh, I thought that Timmy was a fucking pain in the ass. He was a frother. Yeah. I, I, I've actually got him later on, so we won't cross on that. But he's in my he's in my good, the bad, the ugly. But yeah, sorry, G. I just meant there was a yeah, Scott Glenn, Donald Sutherland, obviously the, um, the stars, Jennifer Jason Lee. Didn't get her cans out in this one. No, she didn't. JT Walsh, Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was all star. All it was star certainly cast. all star. And cast. obviously, Ronnie, Ronnie Howard helming the picks. Uh, his first R movie since Night Shift, another favourite of ours. Quality, quality movie. Henry the Fonz Winkler and yeah. uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. And, this uh, is Chuck rebinding Bill to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Great flick. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> So where did where did we watch this? Where do you reckon we watched it? I I, I didn't see this at the movies. No, I, I, I I saw I wagged a lot of school days and saw a lot of movies in nineteen ninety one. I did not see this at the movies. I'm tipping this was a we this were, was Amber Whitey. Yeah, I'm tipping this is definitely at Amber Whitey Street. This was an Amber Whitey on the Rank Arena. We were um, we were all <laughs> pretty conker. We were pretty <laughs> conker. We're pretty into our creative careers in ninety one. If I remember, um, we were all. <laughs> Stars of uh, Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. 91. Yes. Um, all took the stage in, uh, in, in excellent parts. Yes. Uh, a bit of Rocker Steadford going on. Some um, more than others. Yes. No, so there was definitely a scale. Some were uh, <laughs> very much more into it than others. But yeah. uh, I was smashing Lebo's chips at Gow's house on Thursday nights. Um, we went to a lot of house parties. I think the, the Seminole Lost Trolls band kicked off in 91 or 91. Yeah, Lord and Motors. Uh, yeah, Lord, Lord and Motors. Live at Lorden. So, no, we were busy. Not a care in the world. Certainly didn't know that stress was a thing in 91. No, it was a great time. Great time to be alive. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't remember seeing this at the movies. No way. No, this is definitely a, a video v, uh, VHS watch at my place. There's no doubt. Yeah. Or up yeah, at Morgz's. 100%. It wasn't, it wasn't a 1980s martial arts flick, so we did not see this at Gauss. There were some um, quality shows there, though. No doubt. No doubt. Um, look... I just got a couple of things to, to talk about in regards to the, the movie, some observations. I thought it was really good how we essentially know everything we need to know about 
the relationship between Stephen and Brian in the first five minutes of the movie. I thought that Kurt Russell crushed it. I thought he was great in this movie. With my 46-year-old eyes, Baldwin annoyed me so much in this movie. Yeah, it was. I mean, I guess the studio was trying to... They, were, they, were, they saw Billy Baldwin as the next star. He was in Flatliners the year before with uh, the new Brat Pat, which was uh, Donald's son, Kiefer and Julia Roberts and Olivia Platt. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe who's the odd one out. Um, but, yeah, I think they just thought he was going to be a star because he was a bit of a pretty boy and uh, yeah. good, uh, the close-up shots, I guess the camera loved him. But uh, I did a bit of research. Uh, I don't want to turn on your toes, Gal, but uh, apparently – Brad Pitt was oh, I've got in line. This. Yeah, I, so, I had that too. Yeah. yeah, so that was interesting, and they, they swapped out, and Brad Pitt went on, on to do Thelma and Louise, and, and just and absolutely explode. Yeah, so I guess it was a bit of a sliding doors for old Billy Baldwin in his and uh, his chinos and thongs. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. the The other thing is, um, question: Do we think that Stephen Bull, Kurt Russell, is he wanting st- his brother to fail, or is he trying to push him to succeed? I think he's pushing him out. He he wants him out because he's he's worried that he's going to get taken doesn't, out. Doesn't like cut his dad it. did. Doesn't cut it. Doesn't cut it. Yeah. And doesn't want him to. Yeah. Yeah. Scared for him. Not not necessarily. Yeah. It's not a. They're not as feuding for no reason. He, he he's taken on the father figure role and yeah. uh, wants him out for that reason. That was my take. Yeah. The, yeah. Scott Glenn, fifty two, ripped. Yeah. Like I actually was watching the movie and had to go and find out how old he was because in that shower scene, <laughs> right, he's ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I could not believe he was 52 because he is so fucking fit. Great part. Not not his great best. Great part. Uh, I think it's a great part. Silence of the Lambs, obviously yeah. huge part. Hunt for Red October. Yep. Uh, training Day, he's, got, he's yeah, good in that. Yeah, he's good in that, yeah. No, he's always solid. Yeah, uh, I like Scott him. Glenn, I like Scott Yeah, yeah. it was... Um, it was a bit of a strange role. I mean, you don't want to unpack the plot too much about how he, the intricacies of how he sets up these deaths and uh, yeah. the backdrafts. But, uh, or the motive. Yeah, really. <laughs> really, yeah it's a bit weird, but uh, it's certainly a good way to link but, the but action just, scenes. But in saying that, I, I really liked the reveal of him as the baddie. I thought there was no fucking around with that. They made us try to think that it was Bull, but we all knew that no one in the, in, would ever believe it was him. I, t- I thought that when I was watching it again this time, if I was uh, suckered in at the time, and I was, there's no way. Yeah. There's a bit of foreshadowing that goes on with the tricklet. What's the oh, mate, it's Chekhov's Chekhov's trichlorine in the first ten it's, minutes. You know, there's cra- there is. That's what I mean. You, yeah. you basically, when you you look back at it, you think, oh right, Ronnie Howard's trying to show us here. But no, I, I thought it was uh, was Kurt Russell at the time, and uh, it was good. I mean, I, I don't know the Bulls doing his nude shower scene that you're so fond of with the uh, with the perfect impression burn print of the uh, GPO power plug. So. It was a perfect was impression, perfect. wasn't it? <laughs> and the through right a jacket, angle, it through was, a jacket. Yeah, yeah mate. mate. It was he, impressive. But, but impressive. What, a, what a moan. <laughs> when he's mate. up against the uh, a PowerPoint, he's, he's, he's genuine pain there. But then they had to do the flashback moan too, so just to give you the point that he that he got burnt on the back after you see it. The oh, mate, and, and there's nothing better than a flashback moan. Oh, right? no. Nothing better. The funny thing is, is that, this backdraft was made into a, a ride or an attraction at Universal Studios. Yes, so, it was. And so, hence, way before, way before movies were made from the rides at 
fucking yeah, theme parks. That's right. And so it was the Johnny re- Depp made hundreds of millions of dollars yes. for their reverse. And, and then uh, the Rock tried to do the same thing with Jungle Cruise, not quite to the success of <laughs> Johnny Depp, but anyway. I think we went on that ride. We did. We did, didn't we, when we were over there? In our $500 piece of shit Hyundai. We drove Hyun- down there. They said the pony. We in the gym Hyundai. 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 In the we States. actually drove down. We couldn't be fucked going to Disneyland because uh, oh, I can't even remember the reason we didn't go. But well, you two, would have been driving two. and wouldn't have been allowing people to take a piss stop. That's why you wouldn't have gone to Disneyland. <laughs> he didn't. We we stopped once outside Oregon, I think Portland. So, uh, but yeah, we went on the ride. And I remember you actually felt the flame on the ride. Yeah, too. Like, yeah, it was you did good. right at the end. Yeah. No, we we it was romantic. We went there for the whole day. Yeah, we, yeah. We we went to Macca's beforehand. It was. 20 cent junior burger day, we bought 12 each. It's just, yeah, Save well, the cash. I, I, when you're traveling, it's about exposing yourself to the local culture. So, I, yeah, I, I want to, I just want to, I want to go back to the Spinal Tap album, Feel the Flame. Yes. Right? <laughs> I, I, that was like, smell the glove. I think it's just, it's, it was their follow up, you know, to the Black Album. Look, okay, so let's slide. We could fucking talk for hours on this bullshit, but let, let's slide into um, the good, the bad, and the ugly, where we talk about the things that we, that we loved about the movie, the things that we uh, didn't really like, and the things we thought were just downright ugly. Yeah. Good. Can I start? Go, Go for it, Morgs. Good. Please do. Good was Kurt Russell. Fuck I, yeah. I just, I yeah. look back at Kurt Russell movies, and he's in a lot of movies that we, I, we absolutely love. So, uh, I, just, I mean, just to name some, The Thing, a massive favourite of ours. We love, love it. Movie. John Carpenter. Tombstone, although yeah. he's not my favourite character in it, it's still a movie that I watch at least once, twice a year. Stargate, uh, the movie's a lot better than the TV series with Richard Dean Anderson, that's for oh, sure, MacGyver, yeah, yeah. that sucked balls. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, Executive Decision with... Now, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, Steven Seagal and Executive Decision dies in the first seven five minutes. minutes. Seven, seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. About seven and he's minutes, on yeah. the poster. So that, for yeah. me, that was one of the first times I was shocked by a star dying at kind yeah. of... Messed with it, you know, Stephen Seagal, he was all, always subverting Hollywood with all of his roles. He's Blackburn and Macrame. <laughs> Miracle, the, the ice yeah, hockey movie, which movie. we all love. Uh, me and G, ex-ice hockey players from back in our Canada days. He was a, he was one of Quentin Tarantino's favourite. He turns yeah. up in all of our yeah. recent favourites from QT. Tango and Cash. One of the greats. And we will cover the great movies. We will cover Tango and Cash on board oh. to watch. Just stand by, people. Yeah. And then, arguably our favourite of his uh, filmography, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. But you also forgot Escape from New York. Escape yeah, from New York. Oh, uh, don't yeah. forget Snake Pliskin. Yeah, Snake Pliskin. Snake Pliskin. Yeah. Escape from LA was a bit meh, but I, Terrible. Yeah, Escape Terrible. from New York was Terrible. excellent. But yeah. Anyway, back, the good, definitely Kurt Russell. Yeah, no, loved him. Loved him. Does he make a bad movie? Does he make a bad movie? Well, I can't he's, he's been in the industry for so long. He's a child star with Disney. And... He, I, I, I'm with you, Gal. I'm not sure he makes bad movies. Did you guys see that battered bastards of baseball about his old man yeah, owning great, a great, awesome, great docker. born to watchers? Check this out. It's a doco about his dad, yeah. who was an actor himself. I and believe he, it's on Netflix as well. It was on Netflix. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's, fantastic. it's a owned a minor leg. The the something Mavericks, Pittsburgh Mavericks, or something like. Anyway, won't ruin it, but worth a look and. Quite athletic, old Mr. Russell. He actually could play. He was he, a baseballer. He himself. lined up for yeah. the team at, at yeah. one stage. So, uh, yeah. But he was, um, I mean, Kurt Russell got the gig, but he was also uh, Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves, they screen tested as well. So uh, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Matt Dillon, Val well, Kilmer. I think, so. I think Kurt Russell was told about this movie by Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. So, did hear that. So uh, we heard that in the industry. So yeah, anyway, good Kurt yeah. Russell for me. Yeah, Go. no, definitely. Uh, I, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick the fire scenes. I think every action scene was fucking amazing. Ron Howard just killed it. It puts you right in the middle. And this is well before CGI fires. 
were a thing. And in the words of Brian McCaffrey, they're in there doing it. They were doing it. He was up there doing it. They were in there doing it. I was doing it, Stephen. It was right. apparently it was all it was. There was a few miniatures, but it was a lot of the times yeah. it was just lighting shit up yeah. in the, at the scene. Yeah. So well, uh, they were so concerned about how they're going to second take that they all the paint that they use fire retardant paint, so they might be able to get a second second take if they. You wouldn't want to fuck that shot up. No, no so. this is it. This is it. It's it's like it's like a uh, George um, George Miller. You, you only get one chance because everything's going to be fucking exploded. Oh, no kidding. Was George Miller attached to this or was that last week? No, no that, was that was last week. Oh, right. Sorry. I drink a lot. He almost did the Golden Child. Yeah. Ah, yes. right. Are we going to do, we're gonna do the Mel Golden Gibson. Child? We're going to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. we are yeah. going to do it. We'll right. get there eventually. We'll get there eventually. Morgs, Morgs had a few drinks last week, uh, so he's not really sure what happened last week. He was, But he was involved. He was involved. Gao, you got anything good? Well, my good too was Kurt Russell. I mean, as we said, he's awesome in everything. Yeah. Uh, and he's so good in this movie. I just love the line, you know, when he's sitting on the roof with his wife or ex-wife. You know, yeah. I'm always the first to admit when I'm wrong. Yeah. When? In a fire? Never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so. You know, and the scenes at the end that really got me re-watching it when, you know, he's there and Axe has fallen off and, and he's holding on to him and, you know, he's holding him there and Axe is going, let me go. I'll let you him know. go, mate. And, and, you know, he's done all the bad stuff and, yeah. and he's saying, let me go. And he just looks at him and says, no. And Axe. And he says, yeah. you go, the, we go. The, you know, and then, he, and then he just, Axe just rolls his eyes because he knows he there's no knows, way yeah. that he's too stubborn to do it. And then he just looks up at his brother, you know, just, just the eyes and yeah. just can't hold on and yeah, let's go. Us, yeah. And that was, that was pretty gripping. And then smashes his back on, on yeah, the scaffolding. Yeah, but doesn't, doesn't Adcox get just oh, he gets hammered. hammered. Yeah. Straight into the barrels. Yeah. You know like, when your back bends that way. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah you're but not it's a dummy. From that, it's, but a it's dummy. an absolute <laughs> it's a dummy. dummy so. I, I loved, I lo- I thought Donald Sutherland was great. I thought Robert good. De Niro was great. I thought De Niro was just, yeah. it was it was Oscar worthy. He's pretty intense, old De Niro. Apparently he uh, he went and met with fire investigators for this. Yeah. So, and uh, he he is a method actor, so he, he literally pulled pieces from five different investigators to uh, to to make that particular part of is it what's his name Rimjob Don Rimjob <laughs> Well Don so, Rimgale's a real guy Right yeah, yeah. he's actually a real fire guest yeah So down. that was I'm, I'm treating on guest Yeah sorry yeah. Yeah. we can edit treating. that out we'll Hey but how out. good how good was it to see the ghost JT Walsh Yes, yes. You know? how good you know such a good actor Yeah no I loved he was really good Gone typically slimy time. he's a, he's the mm. quintessential slime ball Yeah he nails it he was great I actually really loved, I laughed out loud, how all the firefighters smoke. Oh. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. all smoke. They all smoke. So and in even, the middle even of the one fire. Of them, even one of them's holding his cigarette for his mate while he's, while he's brooming something up yeah. and giving him the cigarette, which is just ironic that they're all holding something yeah. in, a, in a place that's burnt down yeah. and they're all smoking. I think, I think one of my favourite scenes in the movie is they're in the, they're in the Irish or they're in the, the, the party and Rebecca De Mornay's there with a new boyfriend and, and, um, you know, Kurt Russell's just getting fucking wasted and he's blind and he goes over to talk to Rebecca De Mornay and he's, she's dancing with a new boyfriend. And I think Brian has just rescued the mannequin from the, yeah. from the fire. And the boyfriend says to uh, Bull, what about your stupid brother, you know, rescuing that mannequin? And, and he just smashes him and then the fight starts and there's like a hundred people pulling him off and he sort of turns around he turn, and he goes to walk away and then there's a hundred guys pulling him off. <laughs> Got quite messy. Um, didn't succeed, mind you. Um, 
was too drunk. Yeah, he was too drunk. He was too drunk. But I loved he was getting he was getting pulled away. Is that better? And then went back again and then got pulled away again and then went back to lame again. It was awesome. I loved it. Going back good. twice to beat the boyfriend to death. <laughs> my, my last thing on, on the good was, even though he was such a brooder whiny in the movie, was Billy Baldwin's hair. Oh. It was so good. So early 90s, the big coma. Reminded me of yours, Morgs. I, rem- I was going to say, reminded Just. me of yours. Like it was... <laughs> I think we both ran that do in about 91, so that was good. Probably I'm, did. That, I'm still I think trying. that was either just before or just after your undercut phase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember I had the... Uh, I ran an undercut yeah. for way too long. Yeah. For way too long. Yeah, you way, did. Yeah. What about... And, and look, last last thing on the good, Clint Howard. Oh, oh yeah. There's not a Ron Howard movie without him. No. He's, you know? pa- he's particularly funny it, in this as the pathologist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good scene. It's, really it's, good it's, scene. It's, a, it's the it's the Howard brothers. You go, we go. It's uh, you know, and that's what Ron's done for his whole life. Yeah, he's he's Clint's the new Frank Stallone. Yeah. Okay. What about, wait, one more good. What about uh, sh- movies in Chicago? So I had a bit of a look, and uh, some of our favourite movies. And I have never been to Chicago. I've been to a lot of the states. Never been to Chicago, but Humble of brain. top twenty movies that were shot in in Chicago. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. uh, the Blues Brothers, um, Space Jam, A League of Their Own, uh, When You Were Asleep, When We Were Sleeping. Uh, it's, it goes on and on. But it's, Dark Knight. It's been, yeah, Ocean's Eleven, um, The Dark Knight was shot there, exactly. So it's it's been a bit of a backdrop for many movies that we've grown up with. Yeah. So I thought that was good. Yeah. What, about, well, what about Chicago? Chicago. <laughs> that, that jazz. Cool? Was that filmed in Chicago? Oh, I thought you were talking about, you know, <laughs> Well, that too. Great band. Okay. 16 Peter. Candles, My Best Friend's Wedding. It goes on and on. Okay, so Peter anyway. Satira, yeah. settle the fuck down, all right? There's enough of that. Let's talk about the bad, okay? I, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. It's so fucking obvious. How does Brian actually become a firefighter when it's quite clear he is shitting his pants at the first time he sees the fire. Don't you go through something to become a probationary? Right, he ha- had to know. Yeah, but but how does how does he get through? It's obviously he's got PTSD and he shouldn't be there. How does he get there? I don't know. Yeah, it's an unanswerable it's, question. Yeah, he's, he's the opposite of Timmy. I don't know. Okay. So then my next one, number two, is how much of a punish is Tim? He annoyed me so much. I could not. I was counting down the minutes for his backdrafting. Yeah. Right? I wanted him gone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Every time he's on the screen, I wanted to reach in and strangle him. He was annoying. Yeah, he was really bad. The, the scene in the shower, when he's in the shower next to him, oh, doing, doing the water fountains. Oh, Terrible. But God. you knew, his name was Timmy. His name should have been Patsy, because you knew, <laughs> you knew he was gone. Uh, Oswald, soon, Oswald. He was, he was just too chipper from the start. Oh, and you he, just knew, as, as soon as you see him come on, you know he's going down. We keep going back to the shower scenes, but uh, one of the things that I thought was particularly bad was uh, Axe, when he was nuding up in the shower scene, he comes out, if you have a look at the guy, he's not wearing thongs. He's in a communal firehouse. Yeah, yeah. That is just tinnier it fucking is, city in there. Tinny city. Tinny city. <laughs> He'd be reefing, scratching between his toes. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Wear thongs. Yeah. Flip-flops for yeah, American yeah. listeners. Yeah. In the shower. All two of them in You're Texas. filthy pigs. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
he'd be pissing on his feet constantly trying to get rid of that stuff. Um, spritz. Yeah. We, call it a sp- <laughs> we call it a spritz call in the business. Spritz. Um, let, let, let's go. Uh, I got one more. Go. Okay, Uncle Brian the pedo. Uh, in his slacks and thongs, walking up to on the on a front yard with a kid that obviously has no fucking idea who he is, and going, "Oh, Stevie, Stevie, it's your uncle Brian. Don't you remember me?" And he, the kid's eight. He would have been two the last time he saw him. Be better, Brian. Yeah. You are a whiny fuck. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, agree. Poor kid has to go screaming into the house. Yeah, the kid is literally. Mum, I'm being petted. <laughs> fuck. Killing me. Uh, Anything else? Uh, I mean, it was long. That was pretty bad. Yeah. That was yeah. It was too too long on on review. I watch this once a year, but um, it's it's definitely dra- drags a bit there between some of the scenes. But no, overall, I th- you know not a heap bad. But okay, uh, but uh, apparently fire growls at you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm there, it? So yeah, that that was mine. Yeah, it's an animal. Yeah, the, the whole animal thing. Yeah. So. We've got a scene there where there's a there's a burnt out, you know, something someone's just been blown up, and then De Niro goes in there, and he goes into a current crime scene, and then just starts spraying accelerant around <laughs> yeah. and making a fire, and then starts talking about how the fire is. Yeah, got a, it's, that's it's an a, animal. No, no, no. It, that that's an amazing monologue. I've got that in quotables. At an hour twenty six, it's a quality De Niro monologue. Well, I won't. I had that down here for this, so I won't. I say want it. you to read it. I want you to read it, Gal. Okay. And I want you to do a De Niro I can't impersonation. Do De Niro. But but here's his Please. quote. Please. It's a living thing, Brian. It eats, it breathes, and it hates. <laughs> the only way to beat it is to think like it. To know that this flame will spread this way across the door and up across the ceiling. Not because of the physics of flammable liquids, but because it wants to. Yeah, I think it's more the physics of flammable liquids. Well, it probably. could be, but no, so it wants to more. It wants to. It keeps going. Some guys in this job, Please. the fire owns them, makes them fight on its level. But the only way to truly kill it is to love it a little, just like Ronald. <laughs> I mean, Ronald. It's so cringy. Yeah, yeah. That this fire is this living, breathing yeah. thing that knows what it's doing and it's after them. I loved it. I, I was I was on the edge of the seat listening to that. Um, my last thing is the parole hearing for Ronald. De Niro yes. just charges yes. through it. He's just like, no, no, no. Oh, okay, I've heard enough. And just the baby, the the doll, um, and obviously we all know that that he's going back to jail. But in what in what universe does someone just get to rock in and just go, hang on, enough? I'm taking over. He now. does that at the end too when he he comes in on the councillor. It's like uh, Don Rim job. <laughs> Suddenly he's allowed to go where he wants, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. he has the authority of uh, like the Dutton farm where they're the livestock agents, and yeah. uh, go allowed to go in and be cowboys wherever they want. Sorry, what's the name of that show? Yeah, Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah. 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 But, yeah. but going Good back to that, he goes into Donald Sutherland, and Donald Sutherland's there in front of the board saying, "Yes, Shadow. no, I've, 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 I've yeah, I've, I've, I know the error of my ways now. I want to get out." And he just walks over and says, "What do you want to do to people?" I want to burn them. <laughs> yeah, thanks, it's over. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the whole facade is gone in but, two but, questions. But but why haven't they asked? Yeah. Why haven't they asked that fucking question? I mean, it's, it, it, yeah. Okay, all right. Parole boards, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Getting paid overs. Yeah, they are, definitely. So uh, I think we're good. I think we're good with the bad. It, it's funny that it's these movies that we love the most that we cast this critical eye over. And it my, I actually makes it even better. Oh, I'm gonna sure. go I'm gonna go ugly. Can, can I start or does someone start here? Take okay. It. Is Jennifer Jason Lee in a different movie? <laughs> right? She is so 
disengaged in this film. She is so far away from Daisy Domagoo, where she actually acts. Is there a less interesting love story in the history of film than Brian and Jennifer? The fact that she has to be called Jennifer. So I think when they say Jennifer, they actually, she she startles up to go, oh shit, they must be talking to me because my fucking name's Jennifer Jason Lee. She was terrible, right? The sex scene is awful. Is right? that you meant the one on the top on of the, the top, fire truck? Yeah, awful, right? It's, it's, there's not a lot of effort. There's no effort. <laughs> there's no effort. And they don't even get to finish, right? Okay. <laughs> they hardly start. And they leave. Brian's got a full hose ready for the fire, right? <laughs> the whole Brian, Jennifer, don't even... I could go on. I'm actually, Not a lot I, of chemistry. I, 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 don't know, I know how she gets her bra off, so it's on there, but she's still got a top on. Yeah, and, 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 just, and the, the, there's a cut before where she doesn't have the top on, and yeah. then she's got a shirt on. I'm, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. What is going on? But but then, so her her boss is obviously a bad dude, and she's got the shits with Brian because her boss is the bad dude and she goes, goodbye, Brian, and just drives off. Like, it's not this guy's fault. She's fucked. I hated I hadn't her put character. as much thought into it, but yes, appreciate that you're onto something there. She was definitely... Hated her. Yeah, a bit of a low point. I, w- yeah. I, was, uh, I was hoping she'd be backdrafted. <laughs> no backdrafting. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. Excellent. G-Man, what do you... Oh, I've got Sorry. one. I've got one. I've ranted. Um, so this, what do we say this movie had, like a $40 million budget? Yeah. And then we get the scenes in the 1971 scenes and Kurt Russell stars as, as his as own his dad. dad. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, it is, it is the worst, it is the worst I've ever seen of like overdubbing where it's quite obvious he's not saying those words. There's a net like he's just talking and then they've gone in, and, in the booth and done some overdubbing to, to get it. It is terrible. But, mate, it was just crazy. So all he's just got is a moustache on and now he's the dad. <laughs> no wonder poor old Brian. I wonder he's fucked up. <laughs> well, it's it's more parallels between is actually Stephen, his father, or his brother. <laughs> his brother. That's, right? that's what I'm getting it's, at. It's one of the, one of the uh, tropes at. of the film. Yeah. Fucking hell. Seriously. Morgs, you got only for ugly? No, nah, look, I, 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 overall, like, this is, as I said, this is a movie I watch at least once a year. I agree. I didn't, I, there was nothing really agitated me as much as uh, it did for you guys. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to lead into something new. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to spring this on you. We've not prepped for this at all. I'm going to add a new little category in on the fly. I'm going to say over and under 50. It's how many times you've seen this movie, right? Now, if we're saying we watch it once a year, which I think I probably would watch it once a year, I'm not sure if I will after this year. But over and under 50. What do you reckon, Morgs? Uh, under 50, but it'd be close. It'd be, yeah. yeah well, it'd it's, be, it's probably so in, the, in the 30s. It's I reckon. 31 years old. Yeah. I reckon. What do you reckon, Gary? Yeah, but I haven't watched this movie in a long, long time. Well, it's time. not Mad Max. If we, when we do Mad Max, it's, it's going to be over 100, like 150. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. That's just this year. Yeah. No, um, I, yeah, I would be under 50, but, uh, you know, I watched it a lot years ago, but I haven't watched this for a long, long yeah. time. Yeah. I, I I think I'm under fifty. I think I'd be under, but I think I'd be like you, Morgs. I'd be pretty close. I'd yeah. be pretty close. Um, okay, so we'll we'll move on to listen to this, where we talk about some rumours, behind the scenes stuff, a bit of research that we've done. Um, this is one of my favourite uh, little areas of the of the uh, podcast, and I'm going to start with this one. Little bit of trivia. Did you know there was a sequel? 
I just saw that. I Backdraft that. 2 yeah. in 2019 was released. I now, didn't know until the rewatch. So. Did, yeah. did you read the synopsis for I it? I did not. Give okay. It it's, it's essentially paraphrasing. You know, firefighters battle against a arms dealer who is using fires as a diversion. William Baldwin stars, okay? He, I don't think he'd done anything since 91, except for maybe Sliver, right? Which was terrible. I need to watch this movie. It's yeah. going. It's going on to. It's going on to Plex. Yeah, we are watching Backdraft too. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, it's going to be awful. Yeah. I yes. can't. I can't say I'm looking forward to it. But I, I'm not looking forward to it. But it has to be done. How long is it? Not, it won't not be. Two two, I'm telling you, it will not be two hours seventeen. Can't be. It's straight. It was straight to. It was video on demand. It was straight to. It was straight. Release, yeah. Obviously, didn't get a cinema release. I had right? to because no one's ever heard of it. No. Well, this is it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So the other thing I've got is the three main, well, three of the main actors, uh, Russell Baldwin and Glenn, did most of their stunts. Yes. To the they point did. where they were actually given, they were credited as stuntman on the film. Pretty cool. Very. I think Billy Baldwin missed his calling. He should have just been a stuntman. <laughs> oh. After Ronnie Howard, there wasn't anyone else that would give him a go. So uh, yeah. I think you could be right. Yeah, yeah. What about you? You got anything more on this? Or uh, no? Listen to this. I uh, other than there was every top young actor in Hollywood had a go at the the two main roles, and they chose Billy Baldwin. Yeah, it's a bad. Uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing notable popped up in uh, in my researching. What about you, G fella? Well, I got a couple of little things. Um, we said earlier that the film had three Academy Award nominations for '91. In, in the big categories, sound, sound effect editing, and visual effects. <laughs> oh, look, I'm actually surprised. Like, to be honest, why doesn't De Niro get a Guernsey? He was good. Uh, everything, everything went to Silence of the Lambs that year. Best well, actor, best actress, yep. best no, director. Swept, swept the pool. And, and I got think the five top also um, Terminator 2 got, I think, I think they got, five, got a lot of Silence of the Lambs got five and, and Terminator 2 got four yep. awards. So yep. everything kind of went between those two. Yep. In saying that the three, the three award nominations they got for this all lost to Terminator 2 Judgment Day in every category. Right. That's a good flick. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, really we, we wagged school to see that. We did. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, Here's another one I got for you. And I just saw at the end of the movie, I was watching the credits. The kid that played Sean McCaffrey, what do you reckon his name was? His real name is Sean McCaffrey? No, his name in the credits is Beep. Beep? Like, beep, beep. Beep <laughs> Iams, his name is. So I looked him up. He's got, two, I don't know if that's a if the real name or not, but that's what he's credited with. He's been in two movies Backdraft and The Babe. Do, do you in know? 92. The, the, the character of Sean McCaffrey is in Backdraft too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's 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 Uncle it's Uncle Pedo, and the son and Sean is his nephew that he now knows that that's his uncle, not some creepy fucking oh. slacks and thongs, right? Yeah, Gal. Anything else? Yeah, got another one. Gregory yeah, Wyden, who's a writer. Oh, you've got this one. Don't have the same one, but I he wrote it is. he wrote Highlander. Oh no, it's right? not eighty six. He wrote the Prophecy. I don't I don't know if yeah, I've ever seen that. that. And, the Prophecy that's like Christopher Walken, I think. Is it yeah. okay? Yeah, but. He wrote this screenplay because he worked as a firefighter for three years. I do. This is what you're going to say, right? But he witnessed a a friend that was killed by a black a backdraft or an explosion. Anyway, and that became the basis. Backdraft. Backdraft. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Okay. And he Um, wrote Highlander. Wrote Highlander. He wrote wrote Highlander when he was an undergraduate at uni, and then he sold it for like five hundred grand. It was he called it Shadow Plan. It was a screenplay, and he sold it, and that would become the the basis. Yeah, can be only one. Yes. Yeah. Somersault Lambert. Christopher yeah, Lambert. Could, he couldn't speak English. No, when, no, when he, he was French, he, he was French, and he learned English through the through the script. Great yeah. flick. Yeah. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Yeah. Um, 
Kurgan. Uh, what's his name? The guy that's in Shawshank Redemption, uh, the, the oh, guard. The, the villain. The guard. Yeah, the villain, Kurgan. Yeah. I forget what his name is. In, oh, fuck, he's... So we'll edit that in, but yeah, yeah. Highlander, great for you. <laughs> we'll edit that in. We'll fix it in the edit, because yeah. we're, we're, we're big on post-production here at Born to Watch. Um, Gow, anything else? Oh, I've got a couple oh, more. Oh, fuck yeah, rolling on. Never go to his notes. Never ask a question you don't want the answer to, and I just did. So we, we talked about Donald Rimgale being a real person. Yep. Um, and he's actually credited in the movie. He was credited as Party Crony. Party Crony? Yeah, so oh. at the, at the when when uh, Bull knocks out the new boyfriend. Yes. Uh, he's, when he's, he's getting pulled off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Um, pulled off twice? Yeah. So he's, yeah. In the, he's actually in the movie. Donald Rimgale's in the movie with a part. Rim job. Don't know the backstory, but... Um, well, he knew the backstory. Don't worry about it. I'll rim job. <laughs> Good yeah, work, but that's Donald. it. I'll, I'll finish on that note. All right. Well done, Gow. Great. Listen to this. I'll t- tell you what. A, a huge involvement from Morgs on this one. <laughs> like, I'm loving the fucking research that this guy's doing, right? I've got even You spent five here, but... and a half hours in the fucking car today, mate. Oh, you could have been doing man. something. Okay, let's move on to the next section. And even though we've just heard Gow talk straight for five minutes, he's up again on notable quotables. What do you reckon, mate? What do you got? Oh, I've got a few. I'm, I'm going to leave you with... <laughs> So, some of my my good ones. Obviously, was the first, I'm the first to admit I'm wrong. When it, in a fire, never. Yeah, you got to say it in the voice. I'm not. Got, I'm no, not we made it. a rule. Yeah, we made a rule last. Can week. I just say the, the as from a screenwriter's perspective, in the biz, we call a lot of the uh, notable quotables in this meaningful echoes, which is when right. uh, you'll notice they use them at the front end of the movie and then they hark back to them at the end. So. Called a meaningful echo, and it's it's used quite a lot in this. Uh, with uh, you go, we go, and uh, you see that glow flashing in the corner of your eye. That's your career, Dis- something around dissipation, like, dissipation, dissipation yeah. Like, yeah. It just yeah. went into overdrive. That's it, yeah. So yeah. that's called meaningful echoes. So yeah. there you go, okay. kids. You learned something today. There you go. Thanks, Morgs. Uh, my favorite quote of the movie is poor old Patsy in the elevator. Oh, How do we know if the floor is going to be on fire in one of these? <laughs> and Bull says to him, Well, when the doors open, if it's hot. Don't get out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got another bull quote. I got another bull quote. It's him talking to his brother and imparting some knowledge. You know, Brian, it's not about being a hero. I went in because there was a kid up there. I do what I do because that's my way. And it was, it was dad's, dad's way. way. Maybe it's not everybody's way. And then, and then I think Brian goes, What did dad tell you that? You talk to a fucking cops? I'm a whiny twat. <laughs> Oh, he definitely overshadowed poor old Billy Baldwin. But yeah. uh, Kurt, uh, in one of the penultimate scenes when uh, Billy actually does a bit of firefighting at the end and saves those oh, two dudes in the yes. wreckage. That's my brother, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you know, with a bit of a Hans Zimmer lift, uplift oh, on the yeah. score at the time, that certainly gets the hair as, yeah. on the back of your PP going. I've I, I got another one. I got a, in the At the party where, where, Bull, where Bull's getting pulled um, and after the fight and, and Axe's got him away from the thing and he goes, do you ever think about why you're going to be a lieutenant for life? And Russell's para and just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was pissing myself. Oh, God. Oh, there's some good, and there's some, there's some of those really hokey ones too and they're like, don't take that kind of shit from it. Don't let it know yeah, you're scared. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. just... Anyway, I think I think though the, the probably the most uh, under duress quote is from Rim uh, Rimgale when he's impaled oh. on the on the stake or on the on the fence and he's like, "Hey kid, hey our kid, 
uh, think I got a bit of a problem here. <laughs> and he's got a he's got the fence halfway through his ribs. Very understated. Yeah, yeah. Very it was good. like when you had the rotunda through UG back at yeah, uh, yeah. Ringham Mall back yeah, in the day. Back in the day. Thanks, Big Al. <laughs> Father of the fucking year. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. Okay. Okay, well, oh, you got any on. more, Gal? Yeah, I've got yeah, one more. of course more. you do. i got one yeah, more from the star of the do. show. Clint Howard. Oh, come, come on. on. He's not going to try and sell you some insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because Billy's got to pull. Yeah, he's uh, pulling the body uh, over, pulling yeah. the body over, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Nice one. Go, Clint. Oh, I forgot. I remember one for listening to this that I wrote down. Can we, can we go back to that quickly? Sure, mate. Why not? <laughs> Listen to this. There we go. So much like the Top Gun effect where they used to have uh, the Navy set up recruitment in the cinemas, the fire service saw a notable uplift in uh, recruitment. I was wondering that. I was yeah, wondering that. definitely. I uh, thought the same thing. So, yeah, I just found my note. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, nice. Well done. Well done, Dan. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll slide in the needle drop now, and this is Morgz's domain. He's going to take us through some of the great needle drops in the film and maybe chat a little about the score. What yeah, uh, as a, a former professional musician myself, I, I definitely <laughs> was uh, was impressed with this this particular score. So Hans Zimmer, uh, if if you're thinking uh, movie scorists, uh, you're thinking John Williamson, you're thinking Hans Zimmer, like uh, literally up and and who was the dude we did last week? Who was oh, in ba- ba- Barry Hall? Yeah, or ba- ba- <laughs> Gary, Gary Gary Beers. Gary Gary Beers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, super uh, uplifting. So I think that it's hard to beat those final two scenes when uh, you go from the, the the final action scene when the chemical factory's burning down. It's my brother, goddamn it! Yeah, no. And then into the uh, into the ambulance, and then finally the. Uh, the set, the uh, the funeral procession at the end, which uh, apparently was oversubscribed by hundreds of people, all the firefighters. They're all firefighters. That they used, yeah. yeah, used yeah. as extras wanted to be in that particular scene. So, uh, but yeah, just to, if if it, you you made of stone, if you don't have feelings at yeah, that particular one. I so, agree. blockbusters aren't uh, something that I, uh, I I naturally gravitate towards, but uh, definitely those those particular back two in the scenes, day you did though. It was the score back in the day. Loved it, but yeah. now it's more about Nitrum. Yeah. The uh, the score there, Hans Zimmer, needle drop, boom. But uh, no, I think the montage though even uh, even may have uh, oh, surpassed that. Oh, so, well, look, what do you think about that? My, my my question to you guys are: in Chicago in nineteen ninety one, if you were a firefighter, did you only listen to sixties music? Think so. Right, so he had an eight track. Or Sunshine Michael, of my or life. Michael Flatley. So, so, yeah, well, this is it. Sunshine of my life. Heat wave. War, what is it good for? War, yeah. But hands fucking down. I'm a montage sucker. Freak for right? montage. Love a montage. And the and the training montage here with Bruce Hornsby just and, and I, I had forgotten this song was in it. And as soon as I heard the 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 notes, I go, This is fucking Bruce Hornsby. And then I heard his voice and I I almost came in my pants. <laughs> Like it, it, it was so fucking good. I, and and for Adam Gaberina, if you're listening to this, one of our seven listeners, you need to watch Backdraft just for Bruce Hornsby. You will fucking love it. The show goes on as the song, and it is quality Hornsby. Yeah, as soon as it comes on, you can just hear. It's got that whole sound, doesn't it? Oh, That's just Bruce mate. Hornsby. Yeah. And I went back today and listened to the way it is because of course it's an awesome song. Yeah, it's a great song. It's you know, and it, the movie would have only been better if the way it is was in the oh that needed in there yeah. or Mandolin Rain. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Molly. 
smile. Anything from uh, Electric Light Orchestra, I think you would have been oh, happy with. Oh, mate. Super Tramp. Super Tramp. <laughs> don't, don't ELO have a song called It's a Living Thing? It's a living thing. They could have been perfect for this fire movie. Yeah, definitely. What a terrible thing to Okay, any more on Needle Drop? Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I think Bruce Bruce Beresford, what was his name? Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Beresford. Bruce Hornsby. Bruce I think Bruce Hornsby. He takes it. Hans Zimmer, close second, well played. Music, excellent. Yeah, no, excellent music all the way through. Excellent music all the way through. Gal? No, that's Fuck it. I didn't have much on that. Either. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> Bruce Hornsby kills it. That's yeah. it. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think the Black Sorrows were up for consideration for this one? They should have been. What about Harley and Rose? You reckon yeah, that was? That could have been up there. What about Vicar and Linda Bull? They're awesome. So did Joe Camilleri. Like he should have been up there. <laughs> it's a travesty. Okay. okay. Well, we know that they were. They they would have been your star of the show's gal. This one's pretty easy for me. Uh, star of the show MVP. Tell me your thoughts, gal. Clint Howard. <laughs> Scene stealer. Kills it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Okay. Clint Howard, you can have that, Morgs. Uh yeah, Kurt Russell for me. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And I know that's who you're gonna go for, Gal. So yeah, no, it was pretty easy. Clint How- uh Clint Howard is a close second to or probably a close third to Don Rimjob and um and then Kurt Russell, easily the star of the show. Just oozes charisma. God, we're at final thoughts. This has gone really fast. I really enjoyed this movie on a rewatch, and I will watch it again. Uh, it, it won't probably be as regular as what it has been in the past now that I've cast a pretty fine tooth comb look over this movie and critiqued it. But I did enjoy it. It was fun. Yeah, same for me. Great movie. I'll watch it once a year. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. Gail, what do you think? Yeah, I'm same. I'd, I'd watch it again. I don't have any plans to watch it soon, but yeah, it, it is a good movie. Watching it back. you got Mad Max to watch. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of stuff to watch now. Yeah. All right. So let's rate it first. We'll, first, we'll uh, no, we'll we'll, do, we'll rate this movie first, and then we'll tell you where it where this movie sits in the pantheon of uh, Born to Watch films, which are two so far. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give Backdraft three firefighter hats out of five. Three out of five. I thought we were doing trick to chlorate. Oh, we are. Good pickup. We're doing uh, three cans of trichtochlorite. Trichtochlorite? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Trichtochlorite. Three cans. Yeah, three, yeah, three, and, three, three and a half for me. Three and a half for you, yeah, yeah. I was going to say three, three and a half. I'm happy to go with three and a half. Let's okay. do that. Okay. I'm not adding it up, okay, because I think it's 3.33 because that's 10, right? Seven divided by three, that'd be 3.33. The hell think he's got it. Yeah. Crema High. Yeah. You. That was Mr. Savile. Thanks, Mr. Trent. Thanks, Mr. Thanks, Mr. Trent. Oh, Mr. Trent. Yeah, Mr. Trent. <laughs> okay, so in, in the Pantheon, Gal, let us know where this sits. Well, we've got Top Gun Maverick at 4.75 Gs. Yes, So definitely. that's our leader. Definitely. And, and the Golden Child at two and a half Ajanti Daggers. Yes. So this sits right in the middle at right the moment. Right in the middle. Right yeah. in the middle at 3.33. Second. 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 Yes. Silver position. Yeah, at 3.33. Repeater. Radar. Now you're just showing off, Matt's, yeah. Matt's boy. This is it. I've got my calculator out. Um, all right. So uh, what are we watching? Uh, got, and we're going to pick one thing more, so don't go fucking giving seven different things like you did last week. Dope sick. Dope sick. Okay. Dope sick. Dope sick. Where's, where'd you find that? Uh, Disney. Okay. Mm. Yeah, cool. It's Michael Keaton, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Watch yep. it. Okay. Sweet. Gal? I've been watching The Staircase. Did we talk about that last week? No. Well, it's, it's, it's a good segue because we've yeah. just been talking about Don Rimjob. And you know the episode three of the staircase. Yeah, Colin Firth, he's getting all up in Tony yeah. Collette. Yeah, but uh, no, I've been watching that another one. Another last. I episode thought you should get out of there one. 
Staircase. That's it. Fucking uh, ease go. That's all I said, mate. That looks like you wanted it for another one. No, I said the next episode drops tonight. Oh, sorry about that. It drops on Plex. Fuck what you did. Yeah. That's, it'll be added to Plex shortly. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what am I watching? So you did the offer last week, uh, Morgs, and the seven that you picked. Uh, so this week, uh, I'm going to do Stranger Things 4. Finished, finished it. And what, can't wait for the new... For the new uh, couple of episodes in July, I'm only so I haven't started to watch that yet. But I saw the I uh, was watching YouTube and I saw the Kate Bush uh, running, running up, up that, that hill, hill clip yeah. with one of the little kids. Yeah, uh, on it's it. really cool. Yeah. A really good use of the song. Oh, uh, needle drop, needle dream. Yeah. I mean, I love that track. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'll be checking out Stranger Things. I haven't yeah. haven't yet. Middle Ch- name's Harry. <laughs> Kate Harry Bush. <laughs> what about Richard Hayes? <laughs> <laughs> Pubes, pubes. Yeah, pubic. That's a f- oh, poor. You know, you know, it took me till I was about twenty six to realise why his name was pubes. Right? It took me till I was twenty fucking six. Anyway, um, well, you know what? That's it for us. And I'll tell you what, I had a fucking ball, and that has gone so fast. And I'm sure it'll there'll be a little bit of editing to do. But uh, what a what a I think we're finding our groove. We're Stella. We're Stella. It's going to sound heaps better when I go back on the land and do it from my phone. And- it sounds like this because we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna really need to do something about that. Yeah, uh, look, and, and there is, yeah, we, we, look, we are going to fix the technical issues we're having with our connection with Noosa. Can um, we get our production team on that? Yeah, the production team is on that, mm. and they're pretty slow to respond, but we're going to try our best. I've got no doubt that this one was our best episode yet. I had an absolute fucking ball of fun. Can't wait for episode four, which. Is going to be. Have we made a decision yet? Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. No, no, no. no, no. It is not going to be Iron Iron Eagle. Eagle. Okay, so uh, next week, we're fucking excited to do this movie. This is one of my all-time favourite movies. I remember I introduced this to you, Morgs, in the theatre in Amberwadi. Yes. On the projector. Yes. In the day. Yes. And you shit your pants. (sighs) And you had not seen it, and it was probably. In the two thousands, yeah, yeah, it was it was just, it was sad that I hadn't seen it until then, but yeah. it's I've made up for it and seen it. Yeah. Oops, and and it is then. and it is it stars Kurt Russell again. Did you just he's a favourite of yeah. the uh, Born to Watch crew. Yeah, he's going to be a favourite. We're gonna we're gonna hear a lot more from Kurt, and it is John Carpenter's The Thing, and it is one of the best. What do you think of the G-Man? It's definitely one of my favourite movies. <laughs> How many times have you seen it, G Man? Oh, over fifty. If we're going yeah. over, under, over, under, definitely under, over under over under four, gal. Oh. Well over, yeah. Okay, excellent. All right, so, so next week it's going to be the thing. We're we're pretty we're, we're super pumped to be honest. We've known about this for a while, and uh, we're really delving deep into paranoia with John Carpenter's The Thing for our next episode. From all of us here at Born to Watch, I'm Matthew White. Yes, he is. Thanks for having us. See you later, everyone. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.